Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Early Morning Barking Podcast. It's been a while since I did the last one. Because, <laughs> well, I'll be honest. I mean, if if there is any sort of barrier to me doing a thing, I'm going to find it. Right? And this podcast in particular, I didn't like how I'd started it. And so I didn't really want to do it. And... I just carried on doing YouTube and that was fine. And that's carried on growing and being brilliant and wonderful and amazing. And I'm very happy with that. And hello to YouTube people. And if you're a podcast person, go and check out the YouTube channel. It's much better than this garbage fire. But what that means right now is that I have decided that it's time to just make a couple of changes, that sort of thing, and do this show differently because... I want to do this. I I want to have a podcast again. I love talking into a microphone. I've been doing this for so many years. And I've got to remove that barrier. So that barrier was, was the, in the two sort of, let's call them pilot episodes that I've done. This show's only just starting now. This is episode one. Think of it like that. Um, What I did was I, I talked for a bit and then I played some of a, uh, I, I played the YouTube video audio and then tried to talk about it and say different things. And that was a pain in the ass because quite frankly, I don't remember what I said a year and a half ago. So I have to sit and watch the thing. And I, I fucking hate that. So if, if, if that's the barrier, let's remove the barrier. And... Now, this is just me talking. What I'm going to do instead is basically use these uh, video titles as a a starting point. So it it still works. It's still a similar thing. I'm giving an updated year and a half later, more therapy down the line view of a topic. But I don't have to sit and listen to me. And that's, that's the key thing here, right? I know some of you like listening to me. That's that's obviously why you're you're listening to the the podcast version of me if you've come here from YouTube. But at the same time, I can't be asked. I hear me all the time, and and I'm a narcissist. I talk a lot, so I, I and not always in a good way either. I I don't always make the best sense. So today's topic is narcissism and empathy, MPD and empathy. Uh, it's a an MPD trait is to have a lack of empathy. And this was apparently something that I suffered from a lot. Um, It's a weird one because you don't know you've got a lack of empathy, right? People tell you you've got a lack of empathy and you mm-hmm, doesn't really feel like it and you, you don't think things through. And I I've... I've definitely evolved on my thinking on this, on the way I feel about it. Um, first of all, I've got to cover an issue. In the video, which was on the, when was it? 17th of June, 2020, MPD and empathy. I talked about how I got empathy. And it's a shit story. I'll be perfectly honest with you. Um, it's it's the story of of hearing about Philip Schofield coming out as being gay and me feeling bad for him 
because he'd spent all his life in the closet and suddenly crying and tears and all of that sort of thing. And it, it makes it makes me sound a lot more caught up in social issues than I am. And you know, I'm not gonna cry over things. I you know, that's that's a bit much. And it makes me look like I care about Philip Schofield a great deal more than I do. And Philip Schofield does my head in. I mean, fair enough. I I have fond memories of him singing the theme tune to the Mysterious Cities of Gold in the early 1980s. But apart from that, I, I, I don't have much to do with Philip Schofield. And it, it feels like a bit odd as a thing. And to be honest, I'm not even sure how right it is. I, I don't even know if... I, you know, this was going to come anyway out of me. And is that just the issue that pushed it over the edge? Could it have been anything that I watched on the news that day? Could it have been so many things? I I don't know. I honestly don't know. And, and so I'm going to stop telling that story. But for so long, I apparently didn't have empathy. And I disagree. I totally disagree. Um, it's not so much a lack of empathy as it is an overabundance of other things. But arguably that does result in a loss of empathy. There's only so much brain power you've got right there's only so many things you can focus on there's only so many things you can feel and deal with at a time and when i think back and i'm th so i'm thinking back to the the long-term relationship that i screwed up and accusations of a lack of empathy there and it it, it wasn't it, it's not a lack of caring that there was a great deal of caring and for me, it was sort of, first of all, that overabundance of just being so caught up in my own shit and struggling with it so much that I didn't have like the processor cycles to deal with someone else as much as I needed to because I was entirely self-focused. Everything was about me. And if that made me a bad partner and then that made my partner upset with me, then that made everything about me. And that was about how I was fucking everything up and doing everything wrong, which just spirals. I, I you know, if I'm told I'm bad, if I'm told I'm fucking everything up, then I go, yeah, and I sit in the mess. You know, I can be encouraged out of it, but I need to not be nailed for being in it in the first place. And... So it came out as a lack of empathy. And then there's this other issue that I was, I got it. I mean, at time of recording this, this was a video I made yesterday, is the, the video about why it's difficult to have empathy, why it's difficult to know what a neurotypical person is thinking and feeling at any given moment, because I'm not one. So how can I know? right? There is a code. There is another language to learn. There is, there is something else. And if someone is not telling me what they're thinking and feeling, I, I can't necessarily figure that out. 
I can have a go, but I'm, I'm more than likely going to come to the wrong conclusions because I'm not neurotypical. What, what we're talking about is in, in my brain, two plus two doesn't necessarily equal four. I can do the maths. And if I do the maths and then come out with five and I think, oh, they're thinking five. Like, no, I'm thinking four, you idiot. Oh, I didn't. And that's not me being unempathic. That's not me ignoring the feelings of somebody else. That's me just not being able to compute what they might be. Because I'm working with a fucked up calculator. And so this idea of not having empathy. It's more complicated than simply not having empathy. That would be nice to me. And maybe... I, I think for, for people with full MPD, people who only have MPD, maybe there might be a complete lack of empathy there. I mean, that is what we're talking about. But I've got this, this, this BPD that is, makes me extremely emotional, makes me extremely, I don't know, clingy and worried and emotionally sensitive and all of that sort of thing and makes me fear the worst and, and all of that stuff. And so I'm constantly trying to figure out how somebody is feeling all the time because it's important to me, because I'm panicked about it, because I want them to be feeling good things. And so <clears throat> I, I'm in this awkward position of having this BPD side that wants to know these things and is feeding off something, right? I get something from people, but then what I interpret that something to be screws up. And what I want that thing to be is not necessarily right in the first place. And, and, and so many other little issues surrounding it relating to narcissism and relating to fear. I'm a very fear-driven person. It's, you know, that, that comes from the BPD side of things. And so this empathy, it, it's, it's been foremost in my mind of late, funnily enough. Maybe that helped inspire me to come back to doing this. But it's, it's been a journey and one that I'm still on because I'm still learning. And I'm trying to get into the habit of asking people how they feel and what they're thinking. And I, I try myself to be very clear. And I, I think this is something that I've, I've sort of picked up in group and it, it's sort of spilling out into my real life. And I, I don't know, you know, because Recently, I mean, without going into too many details, recently, somebody in my life did something that at the time hurt me. And this person didn't do anything wrong and didn't do that thing to hurt me. But me being hurt by it was something that happened, okay? And 
I told that person that what they did hurt me. And they later mentioned that I shouldn't have said that because they weren't doing anything wrong in what they did and weren't going to stop it because it hurt me. Because what they're doing is so not a wrong thing to be doing. And and that is, they are correct in that, that they aren't doing anything wrong. And, And this is entirely really a Richard problem. But... I, I don't feel bad about saying how I felt. You know, this this is something that is a skill. And it, it, it's taken me a long time to learn it. And I've reached a point where I can just say, you've done X, this makes me feel like Y now. And I can that can just pour out of me. And it's a, it's a very, and I think some people find it jarring. I, I think it, it works in a group environment because we are there to hear each other's problems. We are there to discuss each other's feelings and that sort of thing. But in real life, the people really give a shit. I don't know. Clearly, you know, the person that I was speaking to felt that I shouldn't have said anything. And I can't help but feel that that's maybe because that information made them feel bad, but you know that's that's an interesting relationship as it is um i've kind of lost my train of thought there i I, i've gone on one (laughs) mpd and empathy i i think that there's this i this this feeling that a, a narcissist can hurt someone and be okay with that so there's no empathy. And I've always felt it's a lot darker than that. I, I've Saying there's no empathy means there's no comprehension of how another person feels. And I, I do, I think it's darker than that. I feel it's that there is full knowledge of how the other person feels. What there isn't is caring about that we we know what you feel we we're fully aware but i think the the narcissist particularly in the higher psychopathy area as well because don't forget with with narcissism we have this you've got your narcissism ranking scale whatever but alongside it runs this psychopathy And the psychopathy fucks it all up. And the higher you're scoring on the psychopathy, the darker the MPD scale gets. You know, if you're high on the psychopathy, then these are the guys who drive their girlfriend out to the desert and strangle them, right? And then there's calmer people like me who score on the nothing side of psychopathy who, you know, are are petrified of hurting people. So, yeah, we're, we're aware. We just the reason why we're we're doing whatever we're doing that makes you feel like that is more important than how you feel. And maybe we even took that calculation in the first place, but that's other people. That's, that's not me. I can't really attest to that. I just get the feeling that's how it is because I feel like that's how it would come out. There are, there are certain elements of this. I, as I say, there's two things going on inside me. There's the two warring factions. There's the down 
trodden, sad BPD side that wants to be loved. And then there's the the brusque, horrid, uncaring, unfeeling MPD side that believes it's the most amazing thing in the universe. And these two things have to sit in the same brain. And it becomes very, very difficult to do. So I I don't want to do anything that hurts anybody. I just don't want to feel bad about myself. And I don't know necessarily how other people are arriving at the emotions that they're they're feeling. And so it's difficult for me to have empathy sometimes correctly the first time. And it's something I'm still working on. You know, I, I think when I made the video in the first place, I was under the feeling of, I had no empathy, I now have empathy, that's sorted now. Let's cross off no empathy from the MPD traits list. And it's not that simple. It's really not that simple. I'm learning a lot about empathy and where it comes from and how it works. And I'm learning that I don't necessarily know how it works. I thought I did. But yeah, missing pages from a code book, whatever. It, it's difficult. And it's a journey. So I keep on with it. Because what else are you going to do? So anyway, I'm going to leave that one there today. I feel a lot better about this having done a, a thing. Uh, just talked for 20 minutes rather than... Uh, played a video in the middle which felt like a bit of a cop-out to be perfectly honest I never really liked it so hopefully this format's much better and I'm going to do one every Tuesday now so again this is a bit of an odd interim episode and next week I'm going to just not mention it and just talk about uh, BPD and the fear of abandonment my god that one's also relevant to me this week it's amazing isn't it anyway so go and check out the YouTube channel early early morning barking and everything I do is on my website earlymorningbarking.com uh, be it a Patreon thing or a podcast thing or a YouTube thing or a whatever I don't do much else that's nearly everything isn't it but that's a lot leave me alone anyway I'll speak to you another time you take care bye bye